Hello and welcome to the podcast. The Capgemini Research Institute released a report called The Autonomous Car, A Customer Perspective. I'm here today with Capgemini's Global Head of Research, Jerome Bouvat, as well as Amrita Sangupta, a research manager of the Capgemini Research Institute. Amrita, Jerome, hello. Hello, Graham. Hi, Graham. Well, let's go ahead and kick off with a question about the methodology of the research for this report. Amrita, what, what is the methodology for this report? Sure. Thanks, Graham. So we had a three-pronged approach for this study. Initially, we conducted a primary consumer survey of more than 5,000 consumers across six countries in U.S., U.K., France, Germany, Sweden, and China. We also surveyed executives from 280 organizations, which were a part of either automotive, OEMs, suppliers, and technology companies. These executives also belonged to the same countries headquartered in US, UK, France, Germany, Sweden, and China. And lastly, we also conducted interviews with academics, industry leaders, policymakers in the attempt to examine the impact of autonomous cars on consumers and the overall automotive system. And how do customers expect to use self-driving cars based off of the research? Right. So our study shows that consumers are, in fact, looking to self-driving cars to take a larger role in their lives than just a mode of transportation. They, in fact, want self-driving cars to not only be autonomous in the act of driving itself, but also to have a degree of autonomy in running errands and completing chores. For instance, if I was to give you an example, uh, nearly one in two consumers are comfortable with the self-driving car picking up or dropping off family members who may not know how to drive and or running errands for them on their behalf. Also, we found that, you know, nearly one in two consumers expect self-driving cars to save time. And these consumers expect to reclaim as much as six and a half hours weekly. What do customers say about trusting auto OEMs versus new startups? Sure. So uh, our research found that, you know, traditional auto incumbents tend to gain a unique advantage by drawing on the bond that already exists between them and their consumers. So in our research, we found that, in fact, consumers tend to trust automotive OEMs to develop self-driving cars more than they trust startups. Firstly, Jerome, can you tell me why this topic is so important? Well, it's a very important topic for many reasons. First, automotive manufacturers uh, are investing billions of dollars in, in self-driving cars. Uh, you might have seen you know, Ford, for example, investing uh, $4 billion in autonomous vehicles uh, over the next uh, five years, or Bosch, uh, $5 billion you know, by, by 2022. Um, and obviously, this is a very important topic for city planning authorities, for regulators, and, and for us consumers as well. Um, so, but in this report, we really wanted to have the consumer perspective uh, to, to understand the, the consumer appetite for self-driving cars and their expectations. Uh, there, there has been a lot of literature on, on the technology aspects of autonomous cars, how they work, uh, what we need from a technology perspective uh, to make them work. Um, and we felt that the um, consumer view was uh, not very well researched. So hence this report. Uh, well, since you say that this report focuses on the consumer, um, are consumers ready for self-driving cars? Well, I, it seems that they are. Uh, and it is one of the, the main findings of our report, actually. Obviously, uh, 
we asked consumers to project themselves. So uh, self-driving cars do not exist. So it's a, it's, a, it's a difficult exercise for consumers to imagine, you know, what you know consumer what what self-driving cars could be. But overall, we can say that you know most consumers are quite excited uh, about self-driving cars. Uh, the, the majority of consumers we surveyed said that they they felt a sense of anticipation about autonomous cars. Um, and interestingly, we identified. Uh, two groups uh, who are particularly positive about self-driving cars: uh, Chinese consumers, uh, on one hand, and uh, and urban or suburban uh, dwellers. Um, and out of all the countries uh, we we surveyed, it is very much in China that consumers are the most positive uh, about self-driving cars. So uh, it could be that the, the 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 congestion of of Chinese cities, you know, might explain. Uh, this uh, this enthusiasm, uh, and we know that there has been a, a strong push as well from uh, from the government, from the Chinese government, to uh, to get uh, level two autonomous cars um, by by next year actually on the road. Um, so so most consumers are excited about self-driving cars, um, but uh, I'll just add a little bit of nuance here because uh, we also see uh, some negative sentiments. Uh, we have close to half of consumers associating self-driving cars with uh, fear or or anxiety. So it's 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 not completely it's not a, a totally rosy picture. Living in Atlanta, I'm definitely excited about self-driving cars. I uh, just sit in the traffic quite often. I'm sure you may have the same experience. Um, and, and you know, sometimes I wonder. If uh, or, or when self-driving cars uh, become more available or prevalent, I sometimes wonder what or how I would reuse this time or what what the experience would be like. I'm curious to this uh, the uh, individuals who participated in this study. Um, what kind of in-car experiences are they looking for? Yeah, there's something that we we looked into indeed. I mean. Uh, and it seems that consumers are quite clear on how they would like to spend their time in a self-driving car. Um, so when they are not, you know, dri- driving the car or steering, steering the car, um, and, and there are many activities that consumers uh, are envisaging from uh, socializing to entertainment or, or you know, uh, doing chores um, and. Um, uh, to me, what is interesting, it means that you know the interior of the car will have to be very versatile to accommodate all these various needs at different times of the day or different moments of the of the journey, from uh, I don't know, having a meal to uh, watching a movie or having a dose in the car. So you might want to have a, a bed and then a table and then uh, a screen, etc. So. Um, and the, it, it, I think it's important for auto manufacturers to understand that you know the interior will have to be versatile. Um, in terms of preferences, uh, the, the the vast majority of consumers told us that they want to socialize. They want to spend this time socializing with friends and and family uh, in the car, listen to music, um, but also interestingly, uh, a, a very significant majority wants to disconnect. From digital tools, and and just enjoy uh, the rides and and the roads, uh, which is probably a trend that we are seeing, you know, uh, across uh, uh, across countries. You know, the, this need to have 
uh, certain moments in the day where you actually you're not connected, uh, you're not uh, checking your 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 emails, and uh, you are you know in a in a in a completely offline environment. Well, interesting. So consumers are excited about self-driving cars for the most part. It, the study shows. Um, and so, but now the burden is on organizations. It's on auto companies, OEMs. So how can organizations accelerate the journey towards a self-driving future? So we have come up with a, a series of recommendations that we detail in the report, uh, recommendations for automakers. I, I, I will just give you a few headlines. Uh, 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 first, I mean, uh, it's very important for uh, automakers to keep consumers informed about what you know, self-driving cars can do and can't do, uh, to, to set the right expectations. You know, especially, you know, there are, there are different levels of autonomy that we are going to see over the next uh, uh, you know, few years. I mean, the timeline is still you know, very uncertain. But, uh, um, and so it's very important that consumers understand what self-driving cars can do at different levels of, of autonomy. Uh, secondly, I mean, uh, I, I touched upon the issue of anxiety and fear. Uh, I think it's very important for uh, automakers to reassure consumers. Um, so uh, close to half of consumers, as we discussed, are concerned about the, the safety of the vehicles, which when you think about it is a bit ironic in the sense that, you know, these vehicles are supposed to be much safer than human driven cars. Uh, but still, I mean, uh, so close to half consumers are concerned about safety. Uh, so to drive adoption, uh, automakers will have, will really have to address that, uh, that anxiety. Um, and then we talked about the uh, in-car experience. Uh, another area for automakers to, to investigate is you know, how they can build an ecosystem of services. Um, so consumers want a, a wide variety of uh, in-car experiences, uh, from from entertainment to health and uh, and socializing, etc. Um, so auto companies will need to create an ecosystem of, of services, basically to build and deliver uh, these experiences to consumers. So these are, in a nutshell, some of the key recommendations that we need to tell in the report. If you're interested in reading this report or learning about the findings, opportunities, and recommendations, you can visit our website and subscribe to receive an advanced copy of upcoming reports at capgemini.com slash research institute. Thank you, Jerome. Thank you very much, Graham.